the what? Ottawa. This is the Auto What Podcast, hosted by myself, Amon Bashir, uh, Rob Attrell, and Keegan On. Our guest today is Marco Ferraris. How are you doing, Marco? I'm doing very well, thank you. Thank you for joining us. No problem. Uh, that's it, Keegan. That's it. So you, you can that's go ahead and do your thing. That's it. Pretty, right. pretty simple. Marco, I know you've diligently done Prepared. your homework for the show, so you must know that we, we have our guest rate. Mm-hmm. Our uh, our introductions. So it was Amon's turn this week to make an attempt at introducing you, uh, and now it's your job to uh, to rate him it's, okay, it's numerically, time. preferably. Okay, and the scale is one to ten. Yeah, that's okay. right. So I believe I think it was straight into the point. So I appreciate that. Yep. Brevity. So I like that. I like where your head's at. Uh, I do like how three of the four of us are... <laughs> That's smooth, right? Yeah, yeah. that's good mask. Three of the four of us are wearing the same thing today. That's true. So that's great. So that's a three out of four, which I'll do the math to make that better. Okay. Uh, Keegan, unfortunately, is uh, the weak link here. Sure. And <laughs> A failed to open a can of beer until now, and also forgot to wear a college shirt. So so, so he, he's not doing va- well, very well in this. this no, no. Race. But it's affecting okay. this, this, so, this is about me. Okay. No, I got to I mean, say. We can't expect uh, much from Keegan, let's be honest. Yeah, look at those pores. <laughs> this is still Keegan's best show, <laughs> believe it or not. Yeah. Okay. You'll notice he dragged the glasses yeah. across. Do you, you notice that? Yeah, there you it's go. Good. It's good. Yeah, it's all over the table. No, it's uh, can't recall the last ratings for the last show, so that's good. So I'm going to give you an 8 out of 10. Okay. Um, just because of the 3 out of 4, it really is Keegan's fault. <laughs> and he is actually pouring it on the table. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Wow. Keegan, you're a mess today. This is a mess. You alone, Keegan, affected my rating. 8 out of 10 is a solid rating. I will take, it, a, I will yeah. take the, yeah. the 8. No, I feel because it's like enough. It's enough to be happy with, but at the same time, it's like I should. I can. I can better that. And you know what? To be fair, I didn't spice it up as much as I could have. It was a pretty simple thing too. So but you again, know, simple is nice, but yeah, I get it. Okay. It's one of those things, I'll take. You know? it. I'll take your rate. Okay. All right. <laughs> Appreciate that. Yeah. I'd like to actually tally this one day to see where we are. I know I'm ahead yeah. of Keegan, but I just want to know by how much. Yeah. yeah. Uh, by 10, probably. Probably uh, probably yeah, about 10. close. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not a lot, right? Um, so, Rob, why don't we jump to our beer segment? Yeah, now that Keegan has spilled most of it all over the table. Most of yeah. it. I'll, uh, I'll tell you a little bit about the beer we have. It's Lion's Winter Ale. This is from Granville Island Brewing Company. Okay. Thank you. So it's a winter ale as bold as the mighty lions that overlook the coast, which I'm not sure is accurate geographically. Uh, with robust notes of cocoa, caramel, and vanilla, it's the ultimate winter warmer. A perfect complement to comfort foods and cozy fires. Okay. This yeah, I get that. It's seasonal, so it's available October to March. BC Lions? That's a football That's team, That's a right? football team, yep. There must be Lions in BC then. I think they're pretty much in Africa and, and zoos. Mountain lions? Maybe they're referring to ma- mm. mountain lions? Oh, they were not specific on that. It's true. Mm. Category of feline. Do mm. we have a can handy? It's, it's gone. Uh, no, no, forget uh, it. Oh, Keegan. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's nice. Yeah, it kind of looks like a tiger. 
Okay. Mountain lion. Mountain lion. Yeah. Yeah. Mountain lion. <laughs> That's what that is. The telltale sign. That's good. <laughs> no, by the smell, you'd think it'd be a lot heavier than it is, but it's actually quite, quite nice. Yeah, I agree. I that's uh, I've I've had this before, and I, I felt the same way in terms of I thought it was going to be a lot heavier. It is something that seems to warm you up. It smells good. It smells it, great. It smells great for sure. But it's something that you don't want to drink too much of. Yeah, it's it's, yeah. it's yeah. kind of sweet. It's like a can yourself kind of thing. Actually, sharing it yeah. this way is fine. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I can yeah. see how it would be too sweet for some people. I like sweet stuff. But is I it too see... sweet for you? No. Okay. But I can see how people would be like the makes sense. Do I you... don't. What, what are you saying? Uh, this this looks like a tiger on the can, not not like shaped like a tiger. It looks like a tiger. It's got stripes. All right, this well, is not yeah. a lion. <laughs> well, it's, listeners, it's check out the Granville site. <laughs> yeah, look at their their can of winter ale and email us. Yeah, it's, or- it, it's orange and black. It's like a special domestic species that only they know of. <laughs> it's saying great. <laughs> no, it does a, have frosted flakes. Yeah, <laughs> Granville. I'm just saying, it's close <laughs> enough. Yeah, I'll take it. All right. Uh, so yeah, we'll step on that for now. Marco, you brought some wine as well, I so did, we'll we'll talk about that once we start drinking that, yeah, which definitely. will be relatively soon. Uh, <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. To start off, why don't we just talk about sort of where, how you came to be? So you know, sort of your background, okay, and and what you do right now, just sort of in yeah. No, well, for the for the wine thing, it actually uh, happened because I. Took a year of my studies at UOttawa. My third year, actually, dropped down to the part-time level. So I had, I was still working, but I still had uh, quite a bit of time on my hands. So I looked into the sommelier program at Algonquin College, and I just kind of took the intro course for fun. I've always kind of been around wine. Like, my family has always, you know, had it on the table, etc. And then I took the course, and I just, it was great. It was something I could learn about and wanted to learn about. It's, yep. You know, it is, it is pretty fascinating to me. And I thought I was just going to do the intro course, and that was going to be good. And then I just kind of kept on going through the whole program. Cool. So now I'm I'm almost done. It just and then I bump back up to full time at U Ottawa, so I don't really have time anymore. But I've got a couple of courses left, and then I take my tests, and then I'm officially certified connoisseur, whatever. Wow, yeah. that's awesome. Which would make you like a, a sommelier, like officially. Yeah, so you get the sommelier certification. Yep. It's kind of a thing like anyone can kind of go and get that at that point. Oh, That's okay. just kind of a display like you have taken the courses, you've drank a lot of wine, you took a right. test that, you know, you can study it like anything. Great. Um, from there, if you want to really kind of propel yourself, there's the WSETs, which is the Wine and Spirit Education Trust. Education Trust, sorry. And that's... Um, that's more of like a internationally recognized kind of certification, and that's when you have like your level one, level two, and that's when you can start to become the kind of celebrity know-it-all. Ah, is that the so goal? So we'll see. I don't know. I <laughs> like. I like to give it a shot. It'd be fun. It's kind of like the yeah. logical thing to do if you want to, you know, make your life about you know wine and spirits. So mm-hmm. yeah. Fine. And what, what? Obviously, you haven't taken a test yet, but what kind of um, information would or like what, what are they testing you on? Is it like history? Yeah, or? a little bit. It's a bit of everything because yeah. the title of sommelier is kind of a know-it-all of the beverage, right. yeah. uh, like regions, yeah, history, vinification, so the actual process of making wine, right. and then marketing behind wine, service of wine, oh. uh, yeah, the industry. Yeah. So you're just kind of like an all-around yeah, you're well-chiseled mm-hmm. yeah. wine guy. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Cool. So, sorry, just to... Make sense of it. 
you're doing a lot of that through Algonquin, but mm-hmm. you're also doing that via U Ottawa as well. Or are you I'm not. Uh, nothing wine related at U Ottawa. Okay. I study geography at U Ottawa. Right. So okay, that I'm makes sense. Finding these little ties between the two is actually quite helpful. Like, yeah. Like so, what? Uh, just in terms of well, they call it terroir. It's like the French term for everything about the soils and weather that kind of influence how a grape is grown. Right. So you can kind of see just studying certain things in geography, like microclimates and you know climate normals and things like that how you can kind of see okay obviously this place would a be terrible for wine growing or crop growing in general or b would be really good for wine growing and then at that point it's like okay what kind of climates so like the microclimates does it have what kind of grapes would grow well particularly to that region and you can kind of see why certain regions are famous for certain wines some don't grow that wine at all kind of thing so very cool sounds like you're setting yourself up to travel all the time you know yeah it really does (laughs) yeah like is that something you're interested in yeah for sure i mean it's funny now because uh when i was a lot younger like nine ten years old uh, my family actually did a lot of traveling and obviously i wasn't really in real school so i could go with them yeah and they did so much like famous wine country but i was like 10 years old and didn't care so i just like wanted a coca-cola and call it a day but now i would like (laughs) do anything and everything to go back to these places because yeah. they're some of the most famous places um and yeah there's something everyone always says like there's something different about like tasting a line where like when you're where it's from mm. as opposed to i mean it's probably not different at all but right yeah Very cool. so uh outside of the school you said mm-hmm. you work as well uh what, so what do you do for work right now Yes, so I work at, primarily now, I'm working at Restaurant 18 on York Street. Uh, it's just kind of a nice fine dining, steak, seafood, wine, a uh, really nice wine list. So that's kind of a nice way to expand wine knowledge as well as cuisine. Right. Uh, in front of house there, just kind of supporting, looking good, as good <laughs> as I can, <laughs> being, being polite. Look at the photo, folks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sorry, what do you do there? I'm a sports staff, so I'm not quite a server. Uh, that's kind of something that does, you can't just kind of walk into that. Okay. So what I do is anything and everything to make the service job as easy uh, as possible. But no, it's a lot of fun. You yeah. can, I'm learning a lot. Uh, and we're in the off season right now, but during the summer months, I work at uh, a winery, a local winery called Domaine Perro, and it is in Navan, Ontario. So it's about 25 minutes eastbound yep. on the highway. Uh, it's great. I found them through my wine studies. We kind of went there on a little field trip. And I wasn't expecting much. I just thought it was like, you know, the instructor's friend who makes his own wine. And a lot of people do that. But it was like a fully fledged vineyard and winery. Oh, I was really impressed by the juice. And I just kind of kept on going back and bugging them until they gave me a job. And I've been working at two seasons. Yeah, wow. Yeah, it's great. I've been biting off a little bit more and more. Like before it was just strictly kind of in the shop holding wine tastings. And then it was doing tours and then actually this past season, I actually got to do some winemaking. Oh, neat. Yeah. Oh. So that was, it was nice. It's, it's good. It's like small enough that, yeah, you can get your hands dirty if you want. Yeah. Um, but no, it's a fantastic place to work. Really excited for the next season too. So they grow their own grapes? Like it's yeah. a vineyard? Yeah. So what they have there is they have six acres planted there uh, of what they call cold hardy varietals. So they actually, they can survive in like our winters kind of thing. Okay. Right. Um, they're not grapes that are... Like the classic well-known ones, like it's not Pinot Noir, it's not Chardonnay, Sauvignon Blanc, things like that. It's like kind of these weird grapes that aren't too much if you just like have them 100% by themselves. But if you blend them together, they're really quite nice. Okay. Uh, but besides that, we do have, or we don't have Pinot Noir, but we do have Chardonnay, Sauvignon Blanc, things like that. Um, 
Those, however, would be being shipped from Niagara. Right. So either the grapes or the pressed juice will come from Niagara to our winery, and then at that point we make it into wine. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. So it's it's just more of like to appeal to everyone else kind of thing because yep. yeah. you know our well, wines aren't to. for everyone. Yeah. Exactly. Sure, yeah. Cool. Diversify. Yeah. yeah. But no, it's a good. It's a small enough operation. I think uh, year round between our acres and Niagara, we push out around twenty thousand bottles. Wow. Which sounds like a lot, but it's not enough to like supply an LCBO or no. anything like that. Yeah. So. Oh, that was going to be my next question. Yeah. So so where could somebody buy wine from from there? Uh, we do supply some restaurants. Um, I should have brought the list, but right. <laughs> uh, primarily through the shop and events and things like that. Uh, just a lot of people come come and visit, and it's been going really well that way. No, we're not on the LCBO. It's a question of production, like I said, but also there's uh, this thing that you'll see on any kind of Canadian bottle, the VQA label, yeah. which mm-hmm. is the Vintners Quality Alliance. And part of it I get, it's just kind of to make sure all the wine's on the same level, but it also means that there's kind of like a... VQA approved list of grapes uh, oh. that you have to be using in order to get this uh, license thing, and we just don't use those grapes. So, right. Yeah. Right. right. Makes sense. But you need it, yeah. Okay. Blind huh. bad boys. Yeah. 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 <laughs> We're the outlaws. Outlaws, baby. Out of Navin, Ontario. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Slinging bottles. Yeah. Uh, you, you, were, you were speaking about, you know, how that wine is available in events, for example. Do you go to, and I know we're, we're pretty heavy on talking about wine right now, mm-hmm. but That's fine. do you go to, uh, you know, wine-related events, uh, oh, wine yeah. tastings, things of that sort? For sure. Yeah. Um, there's some that go around, like, obviously the Ottawa Food and Wine Show is kind of the mecca. Yep. Yeah. Uh, that's an incredible event. It's it's expensive to go, but, I mean, it's once a year, like, if you want to treat yourself to an awesome weekend. Uh, if you're going to go, I recommend going in the day. Okay. Uh, going on like the Saturday day or the Sunday day are the best times to go because those are the times when it's like it's pretty well dead and you can actually go and learn a thing or two whereas the Friday night and Saturday night it's just a zoo it's right, like sure. you're, just, you're just going there to completely kind of buckle yourself right. I mean it's <laughs> fun but everyone's dressed up and stuff like that but if you actually want to go and talk to the winemakers and like learn learn something go in the day you know I, did, I didn't even know that it was running in a day Anytime mm-hmm. I'd seen yeah, that the event was going yeah. on, I was like, oh, I have to go at night. I don't want to wait in line. You know, there's like no one's there. It's just yeah, like, you know, wow. old people who have like cups on necklaces around their necks that they use for tasting <laughs> that are like 100 years old. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a good no, idea as well. It's ridiculous. <laughs> no, uh, so yeah, for wine tasting events, I like to go around. Uh, a lot of restaurants like Play Food and Wine in the city, um, they do, I don't know if they've been doing it recently, but I can't remember what it's called, but they have like a sommelier off where they have their house sommelier, so who's there all the time, and then they have, uh, either a guest sommelier from another restaurant or just someone, you know, from a vineyard or something like that. They come in and they do like a five course kind of menu and they do a wine pairing, but each sommelier has to pair a different wine right. with it. So it's, right. it gets like really heated apparently. I've never been, but I've always <laughs> wanted to, but like apparently the sommeliers are just like ripping on each other from across the <laughs> restaurant. Like, why are you, you know, drinking that? <laughs> it's, it sounds really fun, but a lot of uh, a lot of restaurants do kind of wine promos and stuff like that. You kind of have to go looking for it, but... Uh, besides that, in terms of doing stuff for the winery, I'll do, yeah, there's like charity events, things like that, that either we'll host at the winery or we go somewhere else. I did one at uh, an old age home that was like terrifying. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, Why? Just, I, had a, I, had a, I had a glass thrown at me. Oh, what? wow. Well, I tried to explain it. She was a, she was a sweetheart, but I, I didn't have any clean glasses. Sounds like it. Was, yeah. And it was kind of approaching the end of the evening. Didn't have a lot of clean glasses left. So I had none. So they were off getting, you know, cleaned. And I just explained. I was like, oh, you know, she didn't have her glass anymore, so they couldn't just refill it. 
and she was just like drinking a glass of water in a normal glass. And I just, you know, try to calmly explain like, okay, like I'm just getting some wine glasses back. Like they should be here 30 seconds. I'll pour another glass. No problem. Uh, and then a lady came over who still had her glass and then she saw me just, you know, top her up and that's just kind of, oh, you know, yeah. oh, there's probably a few factors at play. <laughs> she just said, like, all I want is, all I want is some wine and throws her glass at my feet. It didn't break. Just good. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, it was just kind of one of those moments where I was like, I got to get out of here. Yeah. Like, there's things you sign up for. Yeah. That's crazy. So, yeah. On a list of things that you would and wouldn't do again, that's probably on, on wouldn't. <laughs> that's probably on the would not. There yeah. you go. <laughs> when you, when you were talking about sommeliers uh, being attached to certain restaurants, mm-hmm. do you know how that works? Like does each or do most restaurants have a dedicated sommelier? Uh, there might be some that do it for, uh, Multiple restaurants, like it's probably a question of ownership, where it's like right. if you own, you know, five restaurants or something like that. Okay, it's probably the same person. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, well, I mean, they're the ones responsible for making up the wine lists and things like that. Okay, um, but yeah, for the most part, you know, they they might be a, a dedicated like they are strictly the wine guy. Yeah, uh, or they'll be like a server as well. That was the case at oh, eighteen. Okay. We had a, someone who was a server, but they were also some of the eight kind yeah. of thing. So right. it's usually like a hybrid right. kind of yeah. position. Makes so. sense. Yeah, I was just thinking that would be oh, that the was best like, job ever. Yeah, that was you only your job is like go in, make the wine list, put your name on it. You I did this. Yeah. Change it every yeah. few months, maybe. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that was great. Uh, going back a bit, just in terms of you even becoming uh, a sommelier or studying oh. there at, at, at Algonquin, uh, you obviously said you know you had some spare time and and you know you wanted to try something that seemed kind of interesting. Was it what you expected? Yeah. Well, the well, it's kind of one of those things where you go in with this, like, really kind of basic knowledge where you're like, okay, yes, different grapes taste different, white wine is this, red wine is this kind of thing. But then it was the kind of, you, it's it's fun because you really can teach yourself and your palate, like, how to differentiate between them. And it's, like, almost yeah. kind of fun at that point. You're like, you, like, smell it, taste it, and you're like, oh, that's probably this. Okay. You know, and you can have four glasses in front of you and be like, okay, these are different this is why they're different right. kind of things. And it's just fun to be able to describe it. But yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely what I thought it would be. It just kind of gives you this basic understanding of like these terms that, you know, we're thrown around all the time. Right. You know, stuff like, Oh, like we're drinking champagne tonight, popping bottles, but it's like, actually that's not champagne because it's not from this region. Sure. It's not made with these grapes kind of thing. So you, you get to be that guy. Right. Yeah. Okay. So first, <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> sometimes you want so to be that guy. Almost in line with that. Has this education spoiled you? Like, Definitely. I can go to LCBO, I can pick out any wine, and it doesn't matter, I'll drink it. Okay, well, here's the thing I kind of <laughs> I kind of credit myself with, is that I'm, I'm a wino, for sure, okay. through and through. I love it, I'm fascinated by it, I'll never stop drinking it, True. you know, no matter what. But I'm not, I'm not a wine snob. Like, I okay. very, very rarely drop more than $20 on a bottle of wine. Okay. That's a rare thing. Okay. So, like, gifts and things like that. I think... Tonight's was seventeen ninety five. All right, maybe just like might have been nineteen ninety five. Um, but that's like when you're paying around twenty bucks, that's like a premium bottle of wine. Yeah, that's a good nice. bottle of wine. Yeah, yeah. This is already so, double what Keegan pays for yeah, anyone. Uh, quadruple. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, I've, he gets the box. Well, yeah, one of my, one of my favorite bottles expensive. is yeah. One of my favorites is like nine ninety five. Like whatever. Me too. Yeah, but <laughs> for different reasons, different bills I get to put on the counter. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it spoiled me. It spoiled me in terms of. Uh, 
Do I judge people by what they're drinking? Absolutely. Like, <laughs> for sure. But everyone does that. Well, yeah, as, soon, as soon as you have training in something. It's, you know, more, yes. it's more like, oh, like you think because you paid a higher price, you're like, this is the ultimate wine kind of thing. But it's like, you see it sometimes and like, probably shouldn't say too much. But the restaurant, you like see some buddy like order this bottle of wine, like a big Bordeaux or something that's got this really premium price tag on it. But it's not it all what you should be drinking with what you're eating kind of thing. So it's like, oh. there's definitely this kind of disconnect between like wine quality and when you should actually be drinking it right or like how you drink yeah. it kind of thing so yeah it's that's what i'm saying like it's nice to kind of know those things okay mm-hmm. yeah, okay that sure. makes sense. And it's obvious that some people can just be like well i don't care i just want to you know like get in my mouth and make me feel funny kind of thing. <laughs> but it's <laughs> that's again yeah. Yeah. i had a nickel yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um yeah. you have enough for a bottle of keegan's wine yeah, there you go. Uh, <laughs> but yeah it's just it's as much as you want to know kind of thing. Like I, and it's, it is one of the things like a lot of people are like, Oh, like, Oh, I'm just drinking this bottle. This is like, I don't care. Like, it's fine. Like, I'm not going to, you know, hate you for drinking that kind of thing. If we're all just like sitting around drinking, I, I wouldn't be drinking a premium bottle of wine kind of yeah. thing. Right. Yeah. They have their purpose. So that makes sense. Know your environment. Know, exactly. yeah. know what you're doing. Hmm. That's cool. But no, it's important to kind of keep an open mind with wine and just try a little bit of everything, especially if you're trying to teach yourself about it, like doing tastings at home kind of thing, like making notes being like, why does a Pinot Noir from Marlboro, New Zealand taste different from the one from Niagara kind of thing. Like I'm not going to spend yeah. $45. I'm going to buy like cheapo bottles and sure. you'll be able to still tell. So. Yeah. It's not a bad yeah. idea. Yeah. I never Good. thought about doing a wine oh, tasting yeah. at home. No, learn, learn with the cheap <laughs> stuff. Learn sure. with the cheap so you can really like the good stuff. Yeah. 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 It makes sense. Cool. Nice. Uh, with that, why don't we jump to a segment? Uh, Keegan, do you want to do a Beaver's Den? You bet I do. Beaver's Den is uh, our take on Shark Tank or Dragon's Den. Oh, boy. Which I'm pretty pretty sure none of us have seen. I've have seen s- clips of it. Okay, so I know what it is. Our promo ones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but other than that, we it's don't the, have. <laughs> it's the same as The Apprentice, right? Nope. I don't think it is. No, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> well, I haven't seen either, so. Oh, okay. Well. But with that in mind, so let, let that pepper your, uh... Pepper your what? Is that a, is that a saying? Yeah. No. Color your... Opinion? Is that worse? Opinion? Pepper. Yeah. <laughs> Sprinkle. What's that pepper your next? thoughts? <laughs> so, uh, I have a business proposal that I have meticulously thought up, and, uh, I'll share it with you. I'll, I'm, I'll give everyone here a chance to be on the ground floor of a exciting new opportunity. If any listeners uh, are interested, you can email us at mail at ottawapodcast.com. Yeah. Very good. <laughs> don't, don't type in a question mark. Yeah. <laughs> we all heard it. <laughs> all right. So my product is called No Ice Boots. Now, these are... Uh, <laughs> now, hear me out. <laughs> these are a pair of warm boots... With retractable cleats, so you know, like baseball cleats or rugby cleats, like spikes on the bottom. Okay, yeah. okay. Cleats. Cleats, cleats yeah. yeah. <laughs> Name all of them. But they're warm. Yep. Okay. They're shaped like a boot. Yeah. Because they are a boot. That's a bonus, mm. yeah. And they have cleats on the bottom. They're triggered with a switch on top of the boot. Oh, what? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, okay. you, most people can just like. Bring their foot oh, up and smack okay, it. Yeah, oh, we'll I can't talk, do that. Yeah, we'll talk yeah. about this. All right. Yeah, yeah, we are. I also have an idea of for using clapper technology. Okay. To make the spikes pop out, the cleats. 
Okay. Yeah. We're trying, I'm trying to get this. <laughs> I'm trying to get this not classified as a weapon. That's yeah. my that's, main yeah. right now. Okay. So that's they're right. cleats. Yeah. They're definitely okay. cleats. Large metal cleats. We, we got. Keep, keep going. <laughs> keep going. Uh, it says they're small here, but they're. I've seen them. They're pretty big, actually. They're like four inch cleats. <laughs> okay. At the bottom, there's a model that has them coming out of the front as well, in case you start falling forwards. You know, like I, yeah, I of course. Okay, okay. that would be a little difficult for the whole weapon thing, but yep. I'll let you go. And uh, <laughs> they're waterproof. Okay. They're rust proof. Uh, and um, yeah, it would be great to walk around in Ottawa. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about slipping anymore. That's, right. That's my uh, okay. my pitch. Did you say they are weapons or they aren't? Because it really sounds like they are. No, they're not. Okay. They're specifically not weapons. Despite despite the four inch spike coming out of the bottom yeah. of your foot. So four <laughs> inches. Yeah, okay. the, the Better Business Bureau is trying to get me get it classified as a weapon, but mm. they're okay. utility footwear. Do you okay. know what the Better Business Bureau is? <laughs> I don't know who regulates that stuff. All right. Interesting. So, okay. well, Marco, I'm going to give you first crack yeah, at this. Okay. Um, I'm going to ask you, first of all, why you didn't take a hint from Batman Forever, <laughs> where George Clooney played Batman, and have skates come out of the bottom. Yep. You live in Ottawa. It's yep. winter. you got the Rideau Canal. It's open. Why wouldn't you just, you know, clap, clap, skates on the canal to work, to school, you're I, I forgot about that scene. I see. Right? I love that. Oh, what? A, okay, how about this? There's two buttons. One of them, all the cleats, the uh, metal cleats come out the bottom. A different button, only the metal cleats in the very center of the boot come out, that, like, forming a blade. Is that how skates work? I think it has to be a blade, like, <laughs> you're cutting the Just a bunch of spikes. What about, what about micro confused. cleats? <laughs> coming out <laughs> you know how sometimes a lot of stuff a lot of yeah, small yeah, things yeah. form one big thing I don't think this yeah. is that I so, think this is different <laughs> so I'm, I'm trying to picture it uh, please so do you have a 4 inch platform heel so they can retract into it <laughs> Keegan's smiling right now for those no. listening the cleats actually are, they form... They go into your foot. No, they're around your foot. Oh, so they're around. like in the sides. Oh, okay. Oh, so it'd be like you have to like lift your foot, initiate cleat, put foot back. Yeah, I guess. Okay. They, they wouldn't be strong enough to lift. Unless you weigh under 40 pounds. Yeah. Then you can just push the button. for like a dog. It'd pop up. Yeah, dog cleats. Now, what go. if you went to like an event and there was a round of applause... <laughs> oh, my. oh my goodness! Yeah, you have to have some kind of death, like override silent switch. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Okay, well, going into manual mode. <laughs> anyway, th- those were two things that came to my mind. Okay. Uh, just yeah. constant engage, disengage. <laughs> yes. <laughs> really stabbing the ground. Just <laughs> sticks yeah. into the yeah, ground. Just ruining hardwood floor. Literally oh, yeah. tearing up the yeah. red carpets. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh, because you'll be wearing this on a red carpet. This is going to yeah, be you awesome. said an event. <laughs> it doesn't have to be a red too. carpet event. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, where are you going to wear boots? What, yeah, are, what like boots. gala are you going to wear boots? When was the to? last time you walked on a red carpet? I'm just saying, you're not going to go to like a fancy event with boots. You might. I do all the time. Yeah, me just too. Get nice boots. Yeah. Yeah, these aren't nice. No, <laughs> <laughs> these are utility only. <laughs> what if you went to uh, uh, Winterlude? Winterlude, they have little concerts here and there. People clap. Mm. There you go. Anyway, there's a point. Through. Rob, do you have any comments about Keegan's idea? No, I like it. Yeah. All right. Oh, you would. <laughs> I have one potential yes. Okay, well. Okay. I, I think that's pretty good. That's pretty thorough. Uh, 
Yeah. Flogging. You got some takeaway. You got some takeaway yeah. from this. It's a good peppering. Yeah, that's yeah, Okay, there we go. Full circle. If you're interested in no ice boots, email us at mail at ottawapodcast.com. Or right. you could direct message me on Twitter. That's, that's where they do direct messages. Yeah. DM. DMing. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Where can they find you on Twitter? I don't know. All right. I don't know my handle. <laughs> They'll find it. Well, that's the thing. Uh,. <laughs> Okay, I think we've all finished the beer, right? Yes. Yeah, uh, Keegan good. clearly has. Uh, there's just no reason. You guys want to get started on the wine? Or? Th- this yeah. is going to be a mini sommelier, sommelier test, because you're going to have to tell us about this wine. Okay. And, and what then to pair it with. Describe it. Yeah. <laughs> no, we definitely do the pairing. All right, oh, sure. Boy. Okay. We'll Actually, how about we, we describe we can it first. Get, we can try to guess. Yeah, yeah. And Marco yeah. tell us We'll do our is. description. Okay, that's fair. The rightest. This is going to be good, because wine's different for everyone, so it'll be interesting. Yeah. All right. I'm intrigued. All righty. Um, this is my favorite thing to do <laughs> in the world. Actually? Well, drinking wine, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Not sharing Being it with four people. And, yeah, exactly. <laughs> this bottle is meant for you alone. <laughs> Maybe um, it'll pick up the sound of the pour. It probably will. Good. I don't think so. No, not at all. Nope. Edit, it's just edit, dead we're, silence. We're trying. Edit, edit that, edit that. For, for the record... Uh, I, I need to say it because it was such a ridiculous idea. The only reason Rob agreed to it is that Rob wrote it. <laughs> uh, it's important that everybody knows this. No, but my idea was rational, and Keegan took every detail of it and made it way too well, much. He read what you said word for word. He, he took my idea of small pointed cleats that stick out one quarter yeah, of an inch. That's four True. inches. All right. And he turned it into large cleats. Oh, well, that's a thing. Anyway. Okay, gentlemen, grab, grab your glass. <laughs> All right, so what's the process here? For yeah. Okay, yeah, no, for sure. So the first thing you want to look at is the color. Okay. Red. So it is It is a red wine for yes. everyone listening. Point. It is a red wine. You're, okay. You are not wrong. But, like, look at it. Just take a look. Like, is it is it opaque? Is it clear? It looks pretty uh, transparent. Yeah. It's actually more well, opaque actually, than I've more, seen. Yeah. Translucent. 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 I I'll give it that. Okay, that's fair. Uh you can sometimes you can look you can kinda look over the glass a little bit. Oh yeah. Uh and you can kinda see how the color changes from the center out to the what we call the rim, like the outer part it gets a little guess, lighter. Oh, there. that's called the rim. That's called the rim, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so it's got a light rim, but it's a it's a tight rim as well. So all those things I imagine mean stuff, but it's a here. light and tight rim, is that what yes. you said? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, do you want? Well, you want to talk about what, what we're drinking? Uh, I gotta say, yeah, I'll, I'll let you know what we're drinking. So we are drinking a uh, Pinot Noir, yep. uh, 2012 vintage. The year. Well, first of all, okay, the year on the bottle yep. uh, is called the vintage, uh, and that is the year the grapes were harvested. So it's not the year it won in the bottle. Oh, it's not the okay. year it was oh. fermented, stuff like that. It's just the year they picked it off. So, huh? Yeah. Usually you have to do a little bit more research to see if it's been in barrels for a long time, if it's gone in barrels at all. Um, so this is from New Zealand. So that is a New World wine, as opposed to old. Okay. So your France, Italy, Spain, etc. Uh, and it's from the Marlborough region, which is the northern tip of the southern island. Okay. Okay. And yeah. that is, so there's a little geography for you. Oh, yes. and, uh, yeah. <laughs> that's It's one of my favorite regions for wine. Mm-hmm. Uh, New Zealand, Marlborough in particular, does Sauvignon Blanc and Pinot Noir, in my opinion, best ever. Cool. In the okay. World. Yeah. So there you go. So right. yeah, you see the color, it's light. So Pinot Noir is definitely a lighter red. 
as far as reds go. So you can kind of see, like, it's a light color. It's not going to be anything to kind of, uh, it's not going to tear your mouth apart. Right. Uh, so then, yeah, we do a little swirl. Well, Keegan, you got that down. Yeah. I'm enjoying this way too much. Oh, you guys are all really good at this. Yeah. Okay, then from there, you stick your nose in it. And oh, I see a lot of people, like, try and smell it from here. But you really got to jam, like, put your nose in the glass. Is there any, is there any... Waft? No, does wafting. that help? Absolutely okay. no wafting. Before we taste it, <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at Rob and he has his hand all over the goblet. Oh, uh, yeah. No, it's like always a barbarian. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to drop it. I don't know. You, you hold it by the stem. By right? the stem, yeah, yeah. Okay. Always. And, and why is that? Okay, white wines always hold by the stem. Yeah. Uh, because your hand will actually warm the wine. Right. Because yeah. white wine, you're supposed to have chilled. Yeah. Uh, red wine. Lighter reds, actually, if you want to throw them in the fridge like 20 minutes before you open it, that's not a bad idea. It tastes, oh, really? it tastes nice. It's up to you. Um, but I always drink them room temperature. Okay. okay um, cool. And okay. yeah, so and, and for reds, you hold it by the stem still just because it's, you know, having fingerprints all over the glasses, whatever. Not, that's what that is. Yeah. Okay. It's just, I get fingerprints all over all the glasses yeah. I use. Everything yeah. he touches. Just yeah. gotta, yeah. Some people just hold it by the base of the glass like that, but that's usually for like little tasting glasses. These ones are right, sure. hefty, so we're going to hold by the stem. Okay. Uh, yeah, so you give it a swirl to coat the glass, kind of okay. open it up, and then, uh, yeah, you just stick your nose in. And tell me what you smell. Smell wine. Oh, this is the first mm-hmm. test. Definitely wine's okay. in there. That's smelling wine. Oak. Yeah, a little, nice. little bit of oak. Good word. It's the first word. Yes. <laughs> it's the only word you know. <laughs> is a buzzword i feel like i smell like a fruit other than grapes is that accurate yeah i think for the most part i rarely smell grapes to be honest i call that fruity yeah ah (laughs) no okay i'm gonna throw some out and see all right you guys smell like cranberries if i put that in your head yep cranberry like cranberry sauce okay absolutely yeah Yeah. okay you got some you're just shaking your head i don't i don't Okay. okay what about like cherries or strawberries, or like kind of berry stuff. Probably more cherries than strawberries. Yeah, I do get the berry smell, but I think yeah. it's just—I don't know. Okay, I'm okay. not smelling any specific one. Okay, but you could—you would say that it's like a fruitier smell. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Okay, okay. and uh, this is uh, so. This has this has been aged in oak. Yeah. As a lot, as a lot of whites or nice. God reds are vindicated. Yeah, <laughs> nailed nice. it. Good pun. <laughs> But yeah, you get like these kind of hints of uh, like, it's hard to describe, it, like earthiness. Like it smells like a little kind of like dusty. Like, hmm. so we yeah, call yeah. that, we call it the secondary aroma. Uh, hmm. So the primary is those kind of berry, big kind of, you know, cherry, cranberry, fruity smells. Sure. And then, yeah, I mean... Mostly, I get the berry thing to be honest, which is kind of a staple of the region, but definitely a little bit of uh, it just smells like really kind of like fresh. Okay. But yeah, you get this kind of not dirty smell, but it's this kind of like a little bit of just kind of earthiness, a little bit of dustiness, like if you like kicked right. up dust on a dirt trail or something weird like that. Sure. Okay. All right. Okay. And now we drink it. It's making me Ooh. hungry. I'll, like, it's making me yeah. a little tipsy. Describing just, all just this. Just smelling it for, <laughs> well, don't be, like, for several minutes. Way deep. <laughs> just take a sec. Roll it around. Hmm. It tastes different than... It does. It, it tastes it different than I thought. Yeah. So would you say that's uh, that tastes heavier, t- lighter? Lighter. I'd yeah. Say. I'd say lighter. Dry, 
dry? Is that it's the, dry for yeah, sure. Yeah. It's dry. All right. Yeah, that's the that's good terms. All right. It's very good. I've never heard uh, a wine be. Is there a wet wine? So would it's, you not, say it's not. Yeah, dry? we don't call it wet. <laughs> it's uh, we call it off dry. Okay. Or so it goes dry, off dry, semi sweet, sweet. So when you talk about dryness, you're actually talking about the sweetness of the okay. wine. Oh. Yeah. So that was the one thing I struggled with a lot. Uh, first of all, red wines are almost always dry. Okay. Like ah. Yeah, almost always. Okay. Uh, white wines is when it gets a little trickier. Mm-hmm. Um, so dry, and it's funny you mentioned the term wet, because the way I describe a dry wine is that it doesn't cling onto your tongue. It just kind of like shoots right off it. Okay. Because oh, it's yeah. like because it's wet, it doesn't just oh, yeah. kind of rolls right back, yeah. kind of thing. It doesn't. You don't have to kind of lap it off your tongue. Whereas if it was off dry, you got that kind of what they call residual sugar, right. which kind of clings on a little bit. That and makes you sense. Can, you'll be able to taste that it's sweet. Okay. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Great. Um. So, what are some flavors that you got from your first kind of first couple sets? I got a lot of ch- cherry. Mm-hmm. Now that you said cherry, but I think it's just par- partially. I'm just very suggestible. Yeah. So if you say something, you, I'm gonna taste it. Like you know? cinnamon, maybe Keegan. Do you smell some cinnamon? <laughs> There's, there is. I, I got a little bit of like baking spice. To be honest, like a little bit of spiciness in there too. Like if yeah. you, if you took those cherries or something and then like cooked them, like if hmm. you like, yep. like jammy. Okay. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, I get that. Yeah, like a little bit. Like it's not just like I'm eating cherries. It's like I like a jam. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Which kind of goes against the whole it's not sweet thing, but it does. Uh, yeah. Have a bit of that. Right? A dry jam. Dry, yeah. dry jam. Do you guys uh, get a feeling in your mouth, like when you drink it, that it actually kind of dries out your mouth a little yeah. bit? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Especially if like I swirl it or whatever. Yeah, uh, yeah it yeah, gets yeah. it kind of pulls at your tongue and the roof of your mouth a little yeah. bit. Yeah, that's called tannin. 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 How yeah. do you spell that? T a n n i n. Okay. Tannin. So you get tannins from the oak that you're uh, aging the wine in, and also you get it from the stems, the seeds, and the skins. Uh, Pinot Noir is a really fun varietal because. Uh, the juice itself, and for a lot of red wines like this, the the skins are red. The juice inside is actually white or clear. So when you press them, you get a clear juice. Uh, so, oh. for example, in champagne, you can use three grapes to make champagne. You can use Pinot Noir, you can use Chardonnay, and you can use a grape called Pinot Meunier, which is kind of like the offhand one. Okay. Uh, okay. So you can have 100% Pinot Noir champagne that's that's white in the bottle. Because you just use the juice, you don't you don't use the skins at all. Oh, so that's to make cool. to make a wine red, what you do is you have the skins, the stems, and the pits sitting on top of the juice, and that's how it draws the color, and also it's how it gets the tannin. So it draws those kind of bolder, more red characteristics. So uh, Pinot Noir is interesting as well because it's this light, fruity wine, but it's got these kind of like pretty gripping tannins. Like I'd say that is like a medium tannin. Like you really get it every time you take a sip; it dries right. out your mouth. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that uh, this, is a, this is a young wine, 2012. Uh, so over time, that would soften up those tannins. Uh, but for now, it's still good to drink because if you're eating food with it, you kind of need those tannins to kind of counteract the food, so you can still taste everything. Mm-hmm. That that makes sense. Yeah. So and then the other thing you look for. So we've already done two of the things you look for when you taste, which is the dryness. Yep. Uh, the tannin we yep. talked about. So mm-hmm. if you take another sip, there's something called acidity. So, tannin is the feeling of your mouth drying out, but the acidity is you kind of, 
It tastes like you almost like bit into a lemon. Like you get a lot of like saliva. You, you can feel like your glands there kind of mm-hmm. stimulated for a bit. Yeah, and that's that's called the city. So I'd say this is uh, kind of like a medium tannin, but highly acidic wine. So like you can kind of, it's almost like it lingers around. Like you can feel that. Like, right. I guess it's alive again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah the definitely. buzz. Yeah, the buzz. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah. So, uh, what else for terminology? So your primary aromas were the cherry. The secondary was kind of. Oh, I said the kind of like earthiness. So all the aromas, when you're talking about all of them intermingling, that's called the bouquet. So if anyone ever says like, "Oh, this one has a nice bouquet," uh, then you've got yeah, you like primary, huh. secondary flavors, and then we talked about the characteristics. There's like a crap ton of other stuff too. Like you talk, <laughs> you can talk about like mouthfeel. Like how does it, is it like velvety? Is it cloying? Is it you know like tar- like it's it gets ridiculous. I think that's um, the only time anyone's ever said tannins and crap ton in the same breath. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying man. Only with wine, it's magical. It's a magical beverage. Uh, yeah, and then okay. after that, yeah, you can talk about the finish, which is uh, what what you taste kind of after you swallow the wine. So I'd say the the kind of acidity, mm-hmm. and yeah. yeah, that kind of cherry, that fruity yeah. taste definitely stays around. Yeah, and then they call it the length. So let's have let's have one more sip, and the length is how long those actually linger in your mouth for. What do you guys think? Medium. Why? Well, I, I, I always say <laughs> the medium. There are always people in the class like that. We'd be drinking like the most intense ones, like yeah. medium. <laughs> Everyone's like reaching for glasses of water. Yeah, medium. <laughs> it's medium. Um, yeah, it. Uh, I, I, I don't. I don't know what to compare it to, but it lasts a little while anyway. Yeah. yeah. At least that's how, what I feel. But yeah, no, I'd say it's. Uh, I, I almost feel like it kind of goes away and then it comes back again. Like, I mean, that's probably getting a little into it, but hmm. I don't know. Sure. Interesting. I'd say that's a medium finish for sure. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. It seems like it lasts quite a while. Yeah. Lingers around. Makes sense. Yeah. So that's pretty much the bare bones of how you kind of do a wine. Wow. That was extremely uh, informative. Wow, good. Yes. I want to like, re-listen to this again. <laughs> <laughs> so usually you do that with like an ounce, ounce and a half pour kind of thing because uh, there'd be days where, especially at the food and wine show, I think I tasted like 24 wines. Thing. And by the end, I mean your mouth is completely shot, kind of yeah. thing. But, I mean, yeah. at, at Algonquin, we'd start at nine in the morning, tasting wines until kind of noon, and then take a break. So, is there anything that helps oh. that in between? Uh, water for sure. Having a little nibble of something. Uh, some people for the aromas because your nose gets tired too. Um, so they'll just like just smell something else. Like I smell my clothes. Yeah, just kind of uh, thing, or just like smell is, something. Is smelling else. coffee a thing? Like, oh uh, yeah, I, like some people talk. Yeah, if you yeah. just like. It's just something big and bold that'll like reset your nose kind right, of thing. Right, right. Okay. Um, just to kind of overpower it for a second so you can makes sense. differentiate. I did this experiment in, in high school and like my, my project was creating like colognes or perfumes or something yeah. like that. And uh, so as I researched it, it was like when you smell a perfume, uh, even on like a piece of paper, yeah. you're supposed to take a sniff of coffee afterwards to completely reset yeah. so you can appreciate the next one. Yeah, it's kind of the same idea. Um, huh. Yeah, I mean, where they're making perfume is the same place as they're making wine kind of thing. Sure. Um, but yeah, it's that and yeah, some people have like a little piece of bread or just a cracker or something like that. Like at the winery, you just have like rice crackers or salty just to kind of like... Right. Reset your mouth almost? Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> yeah, that's cool. And it's not a bad idea just to kind of have a snack in between two to yeah. keep yourself, keep your wits about you. 
Uh, would you say you guys <laughs> like that one? I, 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 I like, like it. it, yeah. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so that is the Momo Pinot Noir from Marlborough, New Zealand. 2012. 2012. Shout out. <laughs> They're going to see you spike in this episode. What can I say? How, so when you're in school, mm-hmm. you say you're drinking or tasting wine most yeah. of the morning. How do how does a teacher get the class back under control for the afternoon? Uh, well, <laughs> you're supposed to kind of, you know, warrant yourself a little bit and keep it together. Because, um, I mean, you are, you're there to learn how to taste kind of Of things. course, yeah. yeah. And there's some wines, like, there'll be wines that we're tasting where I'm like, I do not like this at all, and I won't drink it kind of thing. Sure. Um, if yeah. Someone, if someone passes out, they just fail yeah. automatically. <laughs> yeah. You, if you can't handle it, nope. if you drink all of it, you, if you say you like all of them, you're not cut out for this. Uh, no, it's fun, because they do try and trick you, and they'll give you a wine that's off kind of thing. And be like, oh, hey, no. Oh, there'll wow. be those people like, oh, this is fantastic. You guys are like, this is trying to be different. It's like, this is disgusting. <laughs> um, but no, the, the instructor is pretty good. Like, we go at a good pace kind of thing. Okay. So it's not, or we'll do like a batch tasting, so you'll have like four glasses in front of you kind of thing, but like, we'll be drinking and talking about that for the next like two hours. Okay. Kind of so, sure. yeah, it's pretty well moderated, obviously. Um it's good. By the time you have to kind of like get ready to go home, you're fine. Yeah. Right. Um, no, it's, it's, I love it. That's really awesome. neat. Yeah. There are a lot of people who prefer red to white or white mm-hmm. to, or actually probably more white to red. Right? Yeah, I'd say so. And, uh, is there, is it just personal preference or is it that red takes a bit of time to sort of get used to? It's a, uh, it's a huge personal preference thing. Uh, I get a lot of people at the winery, uh, like you said, they'll just come in and they'll be like, oh, I don't, I don't drink red. You know, it gives me headaches. Tannins, by the way, are the things that give you headaches. Oh, wow. um, for the most part. Yep. Also, the fact that you drink booze. <laughs> does it too. People kind of neglect that. Like, yeah, it gives me headaches. I'm like, did you drink the whole bottle? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> it's not the red. Uh, yeah, it's not. It's not the. Yeah. Um, but some people, yeah, like for me, I rarely drink white in the winter. You know, it's cold. I don't really want that. I drink yeah. reds. Um, yeah, no, huge personal preference, but also just kind of like what you're looking to taste kind of thing. Like, you know, I want to taste dark fruits and muskiness and stuff like that, leather, tobacco, you know, those kind of bolder stuff. So I go to reds kind of thing. But I mean, for the most part, just because of the nature of what you're smelling and the nature of what you're tasting in reds, people find them to be this big kind of bolder wine. But there are some like really huge white wines. Right. And I find, um, but I think for the most part, you're never going to find a white wine that's like heavier than a red. Like those don't. That doesn't happen. Sure. Um, but there are some like really, really, really complex white wines. And I think it's almost more impressive if you can kind of do a huge rundown of a white wine because they're, they are more fragile and they're more kind of like these little things all kind of working together in them, I find. Mm-hmm. Um, because they don't all jump out at you like reds. Like you smell red and you're like, whoa, that's red wine kind of thing. But a lot of whites are like, oh, I don't smell anything. I don't smell anything. And it's like, okay, give it five minutes. Right. Go back. And then it's like this huge like whoa, what's going on here? Almost like, yeah, perfumey. Right. Um, so I, I love them both a lot. Uh, it bothers me when people are like, oh, I don't drink one or the other kind of thing because there's so much, there's just so many different kinds. But yeah, a lot of people don't drink red wine because they think there's these big, scary, bold drinks kind of thing. But I mean, we just had that and that was, I mean, like we said, it's quite light yeah, in comparison. It's translucent. Yeah. It yeah. looks like mm-hmm. cranberry juice kind of thing. Yeah. Sure. Uh, then yeah, you get you do get into like the big scary reds, but they're not made for just like sipping on a coffee table. You know, they're made for having a steak with or right. something like that. So right. it's at that point, it's like it's kind of whether or not you choose to kind of like educate yourself 
and figure out why certain wines you prefer than others. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Cool. Uh, with that said, let's jump to our other segment, uh, Classic Ottawa. Robert, yeah. you want to take that and explain sure. what it is? So uh, Classic Ottawa is our news segment. Uh, just going over the week's stories and trying to find interesting stuff we can talk about. So first up, uh, the biggest story in Ottawa this week, the canal is now mostly open. Yeah. As of Tuesday morning, it was open. it's open all the way from the, the locks in the north down to, I believe it's about Bank Street in the south. So uh, yeah, about two-thirds so. of it open. Uh, so I'm going to say get out there before Saturday because it's going to be crazy on oh, Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and that's a perfect place to skate if you don't know how. Exactly. Yeah. Because there are all those grooves which are very yeah. helpful. No, it's yeah. not. Very no, helpful not. to point you in one direction and fall in that direction. Yeah. And then you can just blame the ice. Be like, oh, conditions are horrible. Again. Yeah, that's a thing. Can't even stand. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh Second, so another winter story, the snow cleaning company uh, based in Ottawa, Ace of Blades, received a grade of F from the Better Business Bureau this month. They've received a dozen complaints already this year from customers who've waited up to three days for snow removal, while competitors' plows are already long gone from the streets that they, that they live on. So in a statement, the company blamed the road, cl- uh, due to, they blamed roads that were closed due to gas leaks from Enbridge adding that only a small percentage of their customers have actually complained. The city of Ottawa and Anbridge both responded to this, saying that they were unaware of any road closures over the weekend in question, (laughs) to which the Ace of Blades responded, Shut up! (laughs) Jeez, what a horrible name for a company. Ace of Blades. They change it, too, because it's it's just like one company who, because I was a, a, at one point I was like a young, ambitious Plowman? Uh, <laughs> person who I was just like, you know, before you get your first job, you just need anything. Yeah. And that's the plow. Yeah. That's my name. <laughs> and it's like one of these companies that prey on young, uh, inexperienced workers. Oh, right and they sucker them into these uh, piecework contracts where you have to use this machinery that you're not trained with. Huh. And uh, so it's Ace of Blades now, but it used to be something else. Shoot, and the name is some other me. pun, but but you know it's a sewing. Yeah, I've I've done a lot of reading about it because it used to be mm. something, and then they have these same kind of problems, and it accumulated in uh, like someone. I heard someone lost a hand. It probably wasn't that extreme, sure. But something Finger. something happened yeah. that made them like they had to Say change something. the name. Wow! Like, yeah. Wow! And, then, and uh, yeah, it just surprised me that people yeah actually use this service. <laughs> but and stories like this make me realize that maybe I should pay attention to the Better Business Bureau a bit more often. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. They, uh, they blamed, so they blamed the, the fact that roads were closed by yeah. these gas leaks. Um, but then the, when they, when, this is a story from CBC, when they spoke to families that were affected, they were saying they spoke to the people who plowed two or three days later, mm-hmm. and they said they were hired within the past 24 hours right. before that. So yeah, it's like, right. yeah. well... Sorry. It really comes down to that company, not even the person who's doing the plowing, but just the company. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, anyway. If they just say something, just be like, yeah, we're not going to be there. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, yeah, that's the thing, right? But no, At I mean, point. their response was, well, we have like 20,000 uh, uh, customers around Canada or something like that, and like we only have a small contingent and have problems. Yeah. But I mean... If you have this many problems going to the Better Business Bureau, you know, people are pretty fed yeah. up by the time they do yeah. that. Exactly, place, right? yeah. So for yeah. every, like, report yeah. that the... How many people are actually affected. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, whatever. Yeah. So uh, the last news story of the week, the Ottawa Carleton District School Board will be reviewing a staff recommendation to close the Munster Public School. Huh. 
The school just west of Richmond has seen declining enrollment with only 58 students for the current calendar year. Wow. It turns out children are indeed afraid of monsters. Oh, gosh, that's worse than Ace of Blades. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I think I, I went to, like, preschool at that school. Oh, what? Public. Yeah, that's where, like, very close to where I'm originally from, the West End. Oh. So neat. that's a bit of a bummer. Yeah. yeah. Small classes there? Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, preschool, I mean, we were probably, no, we were probably, like, 25 kids. I mean, But, I mean, you were all really small. Yeah. So. Like, I don't remember it. <laughs> nice. But, Oh, nice cover. Uh, it was very scary. I hated that place. <laughs> the monsters. Yeah, it was haunted. Yeah. Saunders Farms just down the road. Like, oh, there you go. That's yeah. where they came from. Uh, yeah, I, I think they they were looking at actually making it like an immersion type thing, but I guess they'd be pulling away from other schools. Yeah. I guess there were a yeah. few schools around there. I guess uh, so. But anyway, yeah, it's interesting. That's That's that must be on the very outskirts of like the OCDSB. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. In catchment area. Yeah. In catchment? Is that the official teacher word? I think it is in district. Anything? (laughs) Educators like to make up words. (laughs) I know for sure that in catchment is an education word. I just don't know if it's a real word. Or if it was made up for them. Yeah. All right. All right, but that's it for the news. Okay. I'm sad Uh, to hear that. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Dan. Yeah, no, that's... To be the bearer of bad news here. Should go visit? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Guys, remember me? Uh, (laughs) It's been years. Uh, Marco, you are in uh, a band. I am, yeah. Why don't, you, uh, why don't you tell us about it? I, I play in a band called The Stringers. Uh, we That's started up... Thank you. We started in May 2013, I would say, is when we first got together. Um, my my good friend, uh, Kyle, who plays guitar in the band, I've known him forever, kind of thing. He's like the you know grade one since friend. Um, we always like played music together and wrote stuff and you know, took stabs at recording and stuff like that. But we always really wanted to try out the full band thing. Uh, but kind of started school, never really had the time. And then we finally did. And yeah, we met uh, Steve and Jordan, are the other two guys, drums and bass respectively. And they actually, Kyle and them all went to high school together. Oh. Uh, and then we just kind of jammed one day and we were just going into jam, but I secretly had like some songs written and I was like, let's try this. And Kyle and I have been like jamming privately. And so we like, it all like came together really well. Um, we recorded some demos in his basement, just kind of like having mics set up around the room, and they turned out pretty well. Then we started getting gigs using that, and we were. It was tough because both Steve and Jordan were away for school that first year after oh. that summer, um, but we still we averaged probably like a gig a month, uh, and it was good just to kind of stay active and build up that kind of base, and then. In August of 2014, we put out our first EP uh, called See You at Seven. And yeah, we dropped that on August 7th. And that's been doing really well. Like, we're all pretty happy about that. And we've gotten to play some really great shows and do some fun stuff. And we, we actually just played one on Saturday. Um, that one that was our first show of 2015. It went really well. We were opening up for. Uh, uh, another local band called Finding Chuck, and then a band called Will Hunter Band, which is actually from Kingston. And okay. we met them okay. when we played there back in October. Uh, but yeah, it's just been great, just kind of like forging these relationships and kind of getting to know the Ottawa scene a bit. And yeah, we've got plans to shoot a music video in a couple of weeks, put that awesome. out, and then from there, hopefully doing another kind of quick EP, uh, and then some touring this summer, and then after that, We'll see. How many cool. awesome. uh, how many songs are on the EP that you you? Uh, there are there there are five 
real songs, and then there's like a one ten second intro song at the very beginning. That okay. is so like technically it's six tracks. It's really awkward because it, it made it it made it five ninety five on iTunes. So you're paying like ninety five cents for ten seconds of our EP, but it's on Bandcamp for free. Okay, so oh. there you go. So if actually Steve, our drummer, is a bit of a WordPress whiz, as it were, and he actually just launched our website. So if you go to www.thestringersband.com. Nice. All nice. the links are there. You'll find it. No problem. Thestringers.com mistaken? Uh, yeah. There's a shoe factory. Thestringers.biz. I was thinking cheese strings, but... Uh... Yeah. Oh, no. Uh, Sorry. There's what? A, a horrible... Um... Segway? You're yeah, terrible with segue. birds. What's oh, happening with you, man? I know. I was going to... You've been drinking? I was going to bring um, <laughs> shoe string, shoestring cut um, french fries. But you didn't. For snacks, but I forgot. Uh, I bought them today specifically for this. Just okay. for the pun, or no, uh, no, no, no. Okay. okay. <laughs> I said shoe factory, and then yeah. rip them out, and I thought of it. Good. Speaking of that, uh, okay. So in terms of some of the gigs you played around Ottawa, what are yeah. some of the venues you played at? In terms of what was the segue there? <laughs> bring, no, bring it back. Bring yeah. it, okay. Forgetting that Keegan Thank said you, anything. Keegan. Yeah. Let's okay. bring it back. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Double bad segue yeah. equals good segue. Um, so yeah, the last uh, <laughs> Jesus, the last one on Saturday was at uh, Cafe Deckhoff, which is above Mavericks on yeah. Rideau and Cumberland. Okay. We played Mavericks yeah. uh, a long time ago. That was good. Uh, we played Ritual. Twice we've played Zephod, Bebo Broxes twice, uh, Pressed Cafe. We played Avant Garde Bar. Uh, I'm probably forgetting some. Oh, we played the the Stittsville Legion Hall twice, and those were some of the best uh, shows ever. That's crazy. Uh-huh. Yeah, we just I don't know what happened. Um, I don't know how, but uh, a lot of um, students at Sacred Heart High School kind of like found our music. And it's just been, yeah, they like it, I guess, enough to come out to show. So that's been really fun. It's not bad. Um, Yeah, and besides that, we did our our only out-of-town show, and our first one was this one in Kingston in October. We actually got invited to play uh, the Q-Pop Festival, which is the Queen's University Music Festival. They had the first one this year, but it was great. They had uh, had some great bands. They had July Talk on. Uh, We got to open up for this band from Kingston called P.S. I Love You. Which is this kind of like two piece uh, drums and guitar like noise rock band and it's it's really hard to describe but it's they were really good um, and that was really cool and that show went really well that's how we met this band that we just played with on Saturday right and yeah it's and we're playing with another band that played that festival at the end of February um, so yeah it really kind of opened a lot of doors for us and obviously you know we can go back there kind of thing yeah these, these awesome. are pretty big yeah. gigs. i was gonna say yeah, yeah no yeah. we uh like we've, been, we've been really yeah. lucky like it was tough when uh jordan and steven were away for school because people would ask us to play and we just yeah. you know we're just like we can't do it right uh but that being said like we've been so lucky with people asking us to be on their bills um i yeah i, I can't really think of the last show like we actually had to organize ourselves because we've just been kind of asked to be on them which is so nice so much easier yeah, yeah <laughs> uh, the last the planning Probably the last like big big show we did was uh, at Ritual for our friend uh, Alex Silas. He's a local kind of. Uh, it's essentially he's hip hop, but he's like almost like folk hip hop. Like you can't really encapsulate the genre of music he does. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's been our friend since the start, and he asked us to be on his uh, launch party show for his first album, like full length, which is a big deal. And that show at Ritual was just like crazy off the hook, like <laughs> one of the biggest crowds we've ever had, kind of thing. And it was. It was really fun. So, 
yeah, it's a, it's a good feeling. It, everyone in Ottawa is like really supportive. That's awesome. People in other bands and stuff. Now, between your going to school at two schools, yeah. <laughs> working uh, yeah. sometimes two jobs, uh, do you find yourself sort of tight for time for rehearsing, or are you still able to um, do on a regular basis? Yeah, I've been kind of good and realistic about kind of like kind of like if we're really trying to push something, we'll we'll all kind of cut down work and throw ourselves more at the at the band, right? Um, but for the most part, it's just kind of worked itself out. Right. I don't know. We've always kind of found times. It's it's tough. Like, for instance, Steve, our drummer, works kind of like the, you know, eight to four job. And then, like, if I'm working in the restaurant, you know, I don't start my shift till 5 p.m. kind of thing. So it's right. like there's right. some days where it just doesn't work. But for the most part, we find time. And, it, you know, we all kind of are pretty adamant about practicing by ourselves and stuff like that. Like, I mean... We like to call ourselves musicians, and so we'll play our instruments <laughs> at home and huh. practice. So then, when it comes time to actually like, get back together, it's like okay, we haven't completely forgotten how to. Sure, right. So yeah, yeah, no, it's never really been a problem. I'd say, yeah, that's great. Is there a stage that you guys are kind of aspiring to? Is there something, some um, trajectory you're aiming at? Yeah, like I think this is like our first kind of real band for all of us, so we're still like learning how to do things. Yeah. Um, yeah, like there's some things we've done and we're like, wow, we are never doing that again. <laughs> uh, and there's some things we can't wait to do again. But it's like, uh, yeah, I, I think we all kind of want to push it. I think what we're all aiming towards now, too, is, is to get out of town and play more. Because, yeah. I mean, we've, we've been lucky to support a lot of acts coming into town, stopping on tour and stuff like that. So it'd be nice to like go visit them or like kind of yeah. talk to some yeah. bands that you know are a little bit more well-known than we are and kind of hop on with them. Yeah, Because, I mean, there's no... There is, like, a degree of luck in, like, oh, you just kind of made it or whatever. Yeah. But in Ottawa, probably not so much. But, like, I think if you if you peak in Ottawa, you're doing pretty well for yourself as a band kind of for thing. Sure. It's, it's, yeah. it's a pretty emerging big scene. And, um, yeah, I think the stage is just kind of get our music out there more right. and have these invitations and have the ability to go kind of play out of town and kind of just keep playing, always kind of have that. Because, I don't know, there's, like, things like, you know, Twitter followers, Facebook likes, stuff like that. None of that really, anyway, to me, like, that doesn't mean anything to me kind of thing. Right. Like, it's obviously nice to see them go up. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, that, that and for any bands that might be listening, like, that's not the deciding factor of, like, how big your sure. band is kind of yeah. thing. Like, that's just the amount of people that clicked a button kind of thing. and. You know, the first time we were many are just like your close friends, but now it was really exciting the days when it was like, yo, we just got like four new likes. Who are they? And like, none of us are friends with these people. And we're like, oh my God, we don't awesome. know these people. Like, <laughs> yeah, oh, straight kind of thing. Uh, but yeah, and the main thing is that the music spreads around. And then from that, you know, opportunities are endless. <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we're, we're a bit tight on time, okay. but uh, I was wondering, I want to do two things. I do want to do a speed round. Of course. Oh, yeah. But before we do it, do you want to just talk about, like, the, just, I guess, briefly, your perception of the Ottawa music scene in general? Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, I'll be quick. I've rehearsed this line. No, <laughs> oh, I think about it often. <laughs> um, I'd say, yeah, in terms of things, it is an emerging one. It's it's not one that's kind of going to land in your face, uh, but it's, it's there. Like, all genres of music are active in Ottawa kind of thing. Uh, there's something going on all the time kind of thing if you go looking for it. Uh, it's not 
it's not competitive, which is really nice. Like, if you want to be, if you're like, okay, let's start a band in Ottawa, like, you can do that. You're not just going to be, like, completely bulldozed by this mountain of other bands kind of thing. Like, you can yeah. start, like, that's what we did. We didn't really push ourselves too hard. We just kind of like, oh, okay, we're doing shows now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's something you can easily kind of, I don't even want to use the term break into because you don't have to. You just kind of, like, right. start. There's sure, no, yeah, like, yeah. wall you need to surpass or anything like that. Uh, so it's really good and collaborative like bands are like oh sweet you're another band like great we can play together kind of thing and they want to support each other and it's really awesome and yeah it's just uh, if you go looking for it if you want to go see local shows you can find them kind of thing like uh, if you want to find local music go on Bandcamp and just search the Ottawa tag and then there's the genres whatever you're into hip hop hardcore punk indie whatever like it's right there you just have to take the time to listen to it like I'll admit a lot of it can be pretty bad sometimes or like you know pretty lo-fi but there's music in the city and it's exciting and going to shows is so much fun like it's such a fun night out to go to a concert and yeah you might not know the music but it's there you know and it's up to you to kind of want to listen to it Um, as for shows there's a site uh, Ottawa Showbox they do a great job of promoting shows and bands and stuff like that they've been really good to us so yeah I mean the resources are there but yeah. what it boils down to, the end user, like it's completely up to the individual if they want to go out to a show. That makes so, sense. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Very neat. Good stuff. Oh, that, that sounded like a well rehearsed. Thank you. Yeah. I'm going to breathe. I'm going to sit on my wine. <laughs> I'll take a sip. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we will uh, jump to a speed round and then we'll, we'll close it out with uh, uh, whatever you want to promote and things like that. So uh, when you're ready, Rob, why don't you. Oh, God. Okay. Oh, well, first of all, are you ready, Marco? One sec. <laughs> let's pour the rest of this. Okay, let's do that. Okay. Let's do that. A little bit for everyone else. Just but, keep it going. So, yeah. speed round, in case you've never heard anything We keep in explaining your life. it. We don't need to do this. <laughs> is, uh, we're going to ask Marco a bunch of questions. Yeah. Some are serious. Some are not serious. Yep. And he'll try to answer as many as he can within two minutes. Uh, it's important to say the two-minute part. It is, sure. yeah. Yep. Two minutes is okay. an hour speed round. Yep. Yep. Okay, let's I was just filling time while Marco was. Oh, okay, let's, let's yeah, cheers yeah. before we do this. All right. <laughs> cheers, gentlemen. Cheers, cheers to the much. speed round. To the speed round. Okay. <laughs> I guess it's <in> smell. <laughs> well. Okay, I'm still uh, ready. You, you started the clock, but wait, reset. I, I was there mid-drink, and I hit the you, button. Yeah, you, can't, you can't do that yeah. mid-drink. Okay. All right. Okay, so. here we go. All right, oh, God. Who is your favorite celebrity? Uh. Oh, God, uh... <laughs> Christopher Walken. Nice. Weirdest thing that happened to you in Ottawa? Probably the old age home thing. It was pretty weird. <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah. It was kind of intense. <laughs> yeah. Uh, most effective martial art. Artist in, in or your art? Opinion. Just art. art. Yeah. Taekwondo. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Nice. Uh, song you've listened to the most so far this year? Oh, that's got to be... Okay, uh, probably a song by the Gaslight Anthem called Rollin' and Tumblin'. All right. All right. Sure. Best shawarma place in Ottawa? Oh, great question. Love where your head's at. Uh, <laughs> God, this is the thing. I, you never remember their names because they're all pretty much named the yeah. same thing. It's not yeah. royalty. Uh, shawarma <laughs> Prince? Yeah, pretty okay. good. Shawarma Prince? Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh... Uh, most push-ups you can do. How, how many push-ups can you do? I've only ever done 20 in a row. That's a lot. Really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I can't do 20 I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So many. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite food? Oh, my God. Uh, pulled pork. 
If you can introduce one of us uh, to your parents, uh, who would it be? And why? Erasing, erasing <laughs> your history with, with Keegan. Uh, yeah, not Keegan. Just a history like that. I, That's weird. I take you both. I'd be like, oh. yeah. I mean, okay. if we can all look at ourselves right now, you guys look like some stand-up fellas. <laughs> like, oh, that's that's yeah. good that you know them. We'll, we'll take it. Look pro. All right. <laughs> um, favorite car? My favorite car? Favorite car? I'm going to say BMWs. Like a particular BMW? Don't know. Yeah, me just like Beamers. Yeah. You're all what numbers, it? right? All yeah, yeah. Seriously. Yeah. What instrument do you play? I play guitar. All right. Oh yeah. <laughs> Favorite Ottawa brewery. Uh Gosh, does what? does you, you can still answer count? both counts? Yeah, yeah. Van Cleek is. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Just I just inside. don't know like enough of them. All well right. enough. Very cool. That's two minutes. Yeah, yeah. that was intense. I'm sweating. Really <laughs> we, we had quite a bit. Uh, so before we close uh, the episode, as they say, <laughs> it's not close what they say at all. Who says that? <laughs> Nobody. Probably just ended. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Marco, do you have anything to promote? Of course, uh, yeah. So my band, The Stringers, thestringersband.com is our official site. Music, everything, the buzz, whatever we've done is up there. Some style and photos. You can, if you Google us, you'll find our Facebook, Twitter, all that jazz. It's it's no big deal. It's all there. Um, Domain Perrault, P E R R A U L T is the winery I work at. Great wine. Can't recommend it enough. Uh, Go to the LCBO, pick up the Vintages magazine if you want to learn about wine. Um, OttawaShowbox.com. I don't have a personal site. <laughs> I don't know. Listen to this podcast. Give it Twitter. I do. Oh gosh, yeah. You need to. You need to look <laughs> at that. There you go. I am currently. Uh, my Twitter is at Marco Dante F. So D A N T E F. Um, We'll link all this stuff. We'll put a link yeah, to yeah, it. Cool, yeah. yeah. I, uh, I actually up? recently, today, I realized I surpassed 20,000 tweets. Nice. I didn't even oh. notice. Yeah, no, it's pretty, like, it's okay. It's like, pretty I heavy. To, I used to be one of those people, like, I got it in first year university, so, like, 2010 is when I got Twitter. And I used to just, like, be that guy who was like, I'm hungry. Like, ah, yeah. Tweets. Like, yeah. yeah. The most important time. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm sad. Or, like, school sucks. <laughs> I'm tired. Tweet. Like, these, like... Ridiculous extension of just. But like, I got you to twenty thousand. Yeah. So. What can I say? And now it's a little more constructive, a little <laughs> bit more kind of learning. But that's what it used to be, right? Like, yeah, it was that worse. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you just, just had to. You had to just do whatever <laughs> you were thinking. Yeah. So yeah. no, I um I tweet about wine, about stuff I'm doing with the band, uh, right. stuff I'm doing in general. So yeah, if I'm at all interesting. <laughs> what what genre of, of music do you guys play? Uh, we call it. I would say it is alternative rock. So it's. I'll count it. Not too hard, not too soft. All right, nice. We're the worst interviewers. No, we didn't count. We didn't talk about <laughs> what, what no instrument he plays, what yeah. music they play. We covered it. We covered it. <laughs> I'm in a band. It is hardcore gangster rap, but I'm in a band. Play the maracas. Uh, and, uh, no okay. Uh, and Rob, where can uh, the listeners find us? They can find the the show itself at uh, ottawatpodcast.com. We're on Twitter at ottawatpodcast. You can find us on Facebook. Uh, just search ottawat. That should cover it. Okay, good stuff. So we're going to close up the show with Marco saying, Ottawa. Oh, here comes the B-Lang. Ottawa.